good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever in the world you may find yourself. You know everything. And I am Nicole Beasy. So the number one reason people fail, and hopefully, I promise, Lee, <laughs> definitely, I'm going to tell you something you don't already know about failure. Failure is something that most people are trying to avoid. When we hear stats like 80% of businesses fail, <laughs> when the bank or the lender want to know exactly how much money you're going to make three years in advance when you haven't sold anything, it feels like everything is riding on success. But failure is inevitable, my friend. And the secret to success, the secret to success is failure. So why is everybody so afraid of failure? Why do we do anything we can to avoid the pain or the shame and a certainly being named in failure? And what is it that, that keeps people from following their dreams because they're so afraid of failing? So the only thing you need to know about failure is it's going to happen to you. <laughs> so rather than using failure as a metric or a means of anything, rather than letting it tell you some story about how you're doing or what, who to compare yourself to or how unfair everything is or whatever, whatever that story is, and I encourage you to examine that, my friend. What if you simply use failure as a reality? Like you need to drink water, you need to fail having what is the the a failure to plan is a plan to fail and what we can do with failure is really use it as just simply a stepping stone there are going to be trials and tribulations along your hero's journey my friend and so when we plan to fail <laughs> we plan for our success because by knowing that we are going to miss our targets. And in fact, we should be creating goals that are such a stretch. We don't actually reach them. That's actually how you build confidence and build strength and build trust is by being consistent in your approach and knowing that just because I didn't hit the mark doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. So with that, how can you create a plan to fail? Let's, let's rephrase that. Let's, let's call that something else, <laughs> something a little more hashtag on trend, but also definitely something a little more positive. It's a pivot plan, my friend. Power to the pivot. You can fail without even knowing that you're failing. A lot of people are failing over and over and over again, and they're not taking any steps to rectify it or more importantly, to learn from it so that they don't keep doing it over and over again. Why do businesses fail? Because they failed two years ago and they kept doing that thing and then they ran out of money. Like, what? You as a business owner, as a leader, have all of this data, more data and more strategy and more resources available to you now than ever. You can get a PhD in business for free online. That's why we're seeing so many millionaires, so many successful people before the age of a university graduate is because... All of this information is available in real time in a way that has never existed on this earth before. So why aren't you using it? Because you're afraid that the data is going to suggest you're failing. That's very useful information. <laughs> why wouldn't you want to know it's time to course correct? What story are you telling yourself? What do you think it means if you miss your target? 
You wouldn't expect someone to just wake up in the morning and know exactly how to run a business, especially one that they've never started before. The whole point is learning. The whole point is developing your own strategies, your own style, your own unique selling proposition. You can't do that by copying everybody else. You can't do that by comparing yourself to everybody else. So when we think about failure to plan is a plan to fail, all we mean is understand three core competencies in your business. What's your runway? (laughs) What's your cash flow? And what's your pivot plan? So what your runway means is when will you run out of money? And you know the way I think about it is sort of this triangle. Like you've got time, you've got energy, you've got money. And oftentimes one or two out of the three can compensate. But in business, especially if you are working in partnership, if you have investors, if you have stakeholders and shareholders, you might be using money as a pretty strong metric for your success. Most businesses do. Most business does. Most businesses do. The point being, you need to understand when you will run out of steam, whatever it means, time, energy, money. Now, if you haven't looked at that, let's start there. In business, we're usually looking at a 13-week or 30-week window. Those are going to be two pivotal points in your planning to understand, well, we're going to have to course correct if we haven't hit certain targets. My suggestion is start earlier than that, (laughs) right? So the problem is, is in a new business, it can be a little more challenging to use the data. You don't have a starting point. Now you can look at benchmarks in your industry. That'll give you a gauge. But again, we're comparing to others. So what I think is the most important thing to do is set a target, not to hit it, to learn. And that's where we're getting failure all wrong, my friend. Failure is so important and such a valuable piece of information. The data from failure is priceless. It shows you what not to do anymore, what a time saver, what an efficiency, what a value add in your business is to stop doing the stuff that doesn't work. Additionally, you're going to discover your own style. You're going to discover what feels really good, what surprises you. That's really where the miracles can happen, where the magic happens is in that space to create, where we give ourselves a little bit of leeway in our strategy and our planning. Failure is the bottom line. Failure is the, the least acceptable outcome. We have an ideal. That's probably where we set our target. What's going to happen is in the in between. And so when we understand our acceptable minimum and our ideal, we can really start leveraging and learning in our own business. So first and foremost, what is your acceptable minimum? Once again, what what is your one way? And and the flip side of this, please, is no. You're going to want to check this stuff every three minutes. If you're a micromanager, if you use control when you get stressed, if you're somebody who's been brought up, if like I always say, a corporate refugee, I... I am the opposite of a micromanager. I like to set it and forget it, but I do that because I have all these systems and strategies in place that I can just look at a spreadsheet and know we're on track, we're off track. And I can pick up the phone if we're off track, but I don't need to stress about it or worry about it if we're on track. That is the power of a plan. It gives you checkpoints and make those checkpoints a lot smaller at the inception, whether it's a new partnership, whether it's a new hire, whether it's a new strategy, whether it's a new business. You're going to want short and succinct check-ins, but also be aware that a data set needs 30 points of information for it to even be relative. So again, if you're checking a social media ad, if you're checking website performance and you're looking at less than, I would say 30 days, 
it's not going to give you a story. It's not going to give you a lot of background, but by checking it every day, what I do hope you do is create a habit around it. So you take the energy out of it. It's like checking your bank balance every day. If you've been in business for a while, you know that that balance can vary wildly. It has nothing to do with the success of your business. It has a lot to do with the cash flow in your business, which brings us to our second point. Understand your cash flow. In business, we need access to capital. What does that mean? That means we need to be able to invest in things, whether it's cover the cost of payroll or rent, whether it's buying inventory or equipment, whether it's maintaining equipment, whether it's being able to put out a fire if there's an emergency. Business depends on cash flow. It's not actually your income or your sales. I worked in an industry where we might not get paid for a job for six to 18 months. Now, those payments could be seven figures, but if you don't get paid for 18 months, you need to be able to understand how to run your business effectively and efficiently and profitably so when that money does come in, you're then able to plan accordingly. So understanding when money moves in, when money moves out, it's not about how much, it's about timing. Every business owner that I talk to... (laughs) They're like, last week was so unpredictable. How the hell can I know what's happening next week? It's called seasonality. There are patterns, there are ebbs, and there are flows, especially with the finances in your business. So if you think about all of your outgoings, what if you paid all of your vendors, all of your accounts payable went out on the same day of every month? You know that all money moves, let's say on the 30th at the end of the month. Maybe it's the 25th. You pick a date. What if all money comes in? So you set all terms of payment for a certain turnaround time so that it needs to come in on the same day. That means you're sending money and bills and invoicing out on the same day. Do you see how that would create an ebb and a flow? Suddenly it's predictable. Suddenly you know when the money's coming in. You know when the money is going out. That gives you the ability to plan and invest in your business, especially if you're going to have big procurement purchases, big inventory purchases. If you're looking to scale up and, and acquire new space or new technologies, new hires, all of this stuff becomes crucial when you are scaling. And the best time to start looking at it is when you start. And although you might have a bunch of zeros in a spreadsheet, the more often that you check it, the better sense you're going to get for this. And the most like the bonus, the key, the secret is that you remove the energy from it. And that's a way that I describe you, you take the stress out of it. Any emotions that you have in this, it's business, my friend. If you're having an emotional response, check yourself before you wreck yourself and 1000% discharge that emotion before you start making decisions in your business, especially in regards to failure. So the only, what's the other failure quote? You can't fail if you don't quit. Now, Seth Godin wrote a really interesting book that I refer to often called The Dip. And Stephen Pressfield wrote a couple of books, one that I really love, which is The War of Art. Pretty much every single how-to development success book out there is going to talk about failure because it is inevitable. And it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you get hit and keep going. Knowing that you're going to fail, a plan not to fail, but a plan for what happens when you fail, all of that is absolutely crucial. But how do you succeed? You stay consistent. This is why understanding what your runway is, knowing what your pivot plan is, knowing what those thresholds are and what those points in time are going to be. So you're not making an emotional decision. You're making a measured response to what was inevitably happening. You're looking at the data, you're looking at the targets and you're going, oh, wow, we really missed that. We really, we we didn't even hit the board. Why? 
So often, and I work with this on clients all the time, is they'll they'll set a target, they don't hit it. And then they assume the entire strategy failed. And then usually it's just one variable in that particular strategy. So they didn't get any sales. They sent out one email campaign, didn't follow up. They had a massive event, nobody showed up, there was a blizzard and no contingency plan. So rather than using failure as an opportunity to beat yourself up or to tell yourself you're stupid or to you know turn to some distraction or bad habit, why not simply use it as an incredibly valuable piece of information and then use what you learn from your failure to iterate and improve? Stay consistent, one foot in front of the other. Now, if you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling depressed, if you don't know how to plan, if you don't know how to look at the data, I've got resources for all of that. Please join my Discord community, link below. If this was useful, like share, subscribe, turn on notifications, all of the things. <laughs> I'm going to be talking a lot more about business, about technology and business, about 21st century solutions for CEOs, rebels, rule breakers, trailblazers, and creatives, people thinking differently about their success, just like you. If there's anything I can do in terms of questions that I can ask or resources I provide, that's why I'm here. So I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you so much for investing in your success.